0: Primary ignition. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another X Wing Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lambro, fresh off the plane from Gen Con 2022, joined this week and every week by Chris. He just got a cat, Daniel. Chris, how you doing?
1: Who let the cat out? Who? 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 Who let the cats out? Who? 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 Uh,
0: I think you let the cat in, you were telling me in the pre-show. <laughs> Chris, Chris, now Chris is uh, a cat just adopted him, we like to say. He found, he found his furry soulmate. And uh, Chris is looking for a name for this cat, and I have affectionately offered Kylo, as in Kylo Ren. Chris, how do you feel about it?
1: I was right there, man. I I, I don't want to make a hasty decision, but that's really—I think that's the best one so far. I would like.
0: You, would you say it's made the top cut of
1: names? Oh, hands down, top three at least. Awesome. Um, I was thinking Geralt from The Witcher, but that it just doesn't flow off of the. You know, it doesn't flow right <laughs> off the tongue. You know, yeah, Garalt, come over here, Geralt. hey, Garalt. You know that doesn't flow, but Kylo,
0: you kind of, kind of growl it. You gotta
1: growl Garalt, Garalt yeah, come on. he will be here. looking at me like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, but uh, um, dog or something. Yeah, but Kylo, Kylo's pretty good. That might be it, man.
0: All right, all right, good name. Well, we'll we'll revisit the name, the cat name. <laughs> In the, in the coming weeks like in the future episodes stay tuned for more cat name information
1: chronicles of chris's cat name series one Unt- <laughs>
0: untitled cat project
1: really. yes yeah. like the prince name i'll just give him a symbol
0: yeah the, the <laughs> artist formerly known as a cat oh man he's
1: just, he's just laying here like sleeping like ah, oh, yeah i'm good
0: yeah so chris how was your weekend uh Anything good?
1: It was good, man. I actually, I watched uh, Prey on Hulu. That's the Predator movie. I thought that was pretty damn cool.
0: Okay, hang on. That's good. I've heard about this. I hadn't looked into it at all. You've just confirmed a big question for me. It is a movie, not a series, right?
1: No, no. It's a movie on Hulu, and it's in the Predator universe. Cool. And pers- personally I think it's the second best Predator movie that came- that has come out.
0: What do you think is the best Predator movie?
1: Oh, come on. Knock knock. It didn't kill you cuz you didn't have a weapon. Coward. Predator the first one would honestly. Oh wow, Predator, oh,
0: well, okay. Predator 2 is an incredible movie as well. I like
1: I like Predator 2 a lot. A lot um, of people don't respect that, but I'm glad you do, Sneaky Pete.
0: Uh Pred- so watching Predator 2 nowadays suffers from the kind of, uh, trying to think of the right way to phrase this. So, in the 80s, when the Predator movies came out, there was this weird fascination with making like dr- drug gangs this uh, insane movie bad guy. Like, mm. they were all decked out with every gun you could imagine. And they were high all the time, and they wore like the most ridiculous outfits. Which maybe that was just the eighties. Like I don't, I don't actually know. I was a, a very mm-hmm. small child during the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> but Predator Two kind of suffers from that. Where if like you watch it today, it's just kind of goofy, right? And those parts are just kind of like like the gang that the Predator kills are just goofy, right? Yeah. Um, but but Predator Two is what gave us Alien versus Predator. Ultimately,
1: there you go. And it had some scene. really cool scenes in that that I liked.
0: Very cool scenes. Like I ended up on the Predator ship, and then, and then he earns the respect of the Predator at the end.
1: Yes, and then you yeah. see the gun that's thrown. The, gun. Yeah, the ending is so cool with like all the yeah. uh, multiple Predators. But um, yeah. But I have to throw a uh, you know I'm, I'm a pervert, so I have to throw my perv self in here. Mm-hmm. There is a scene that's really cool in Predator Two. There's a lovemaking scene, and it's actually hilarious because the Predator zooms in for, I think, from a window, and he sees this woman riding this man. But it's in like that cool Predator infrared vision, so the
0: heat vision. Yes, it's Chris. so cool, Chris. You <laughs> dirty dog. Are you telling me you wish you had Predator heat vision? Hey man, vision?
1: got to- oh. The heat is on. Hey yo. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, you know what?
0: We didn't even discuss a question of the week. Do we? Do we want to do one of those? Oh, or we crap. skip it this week. We got a lot to talk about.
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't have one off the top of my head. I totally forgot about this.
0: That's nah, all right. We'll skip it for this week. We'll come we'll back skip, hot next week.
1: Well, maybe we'll uh, have two next week, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Maybe. And outside uh, of that, I just did the, um, the RSG, but yeah, more we'll importantly, the
0: tournament. Yeah.
1: Yeah. More important. I,
0: I had a busy weekend as well.
1: Really? What? What did you do, Sneaky Pete? I, wake, actually, wake. I had
0: I had a busy like five days because mm. I so I went to GenCon as we discussed in many of the previous episodes leading up to it, and I ended up settling on a list I played exactly one time on the internet before I went. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you a spoiler: that's not the way to do it.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but but more on that, more on the tournament in a few minutes. Um, I, I flew out to GenCon on Wednesday nice and i had a connecting flight so i flew first to atlanta then to indianapolis right Oof. yeah it was rough that's um, long man it was long i didn't get there until like 10 o'clock I didn't get to my hotel until like 10 o'clock wow. and then um you know the next day i woke up bright and early with uh co-host of this podcast sam page and we went and played star wars destiny a card game with dice um, so shout outs to those folks keeping destiny alive. First of all, this was the, uh, <laughs> the, they call themselves a renewed hope. Really? It's, it's a fan group that's keeping destiny going with new card releases and packs and, um, and characters and stuff. Right. So we actually played in their, their format called renewed hope standard, mm-hmm. um, which was using basically all new cards, very few holdover cards from, um, from original FFG release of destiny. But, uh, but we played that and that was like a really, really fun time. Uh, while the Thursday heat was going on, cause Sam and I both, uh, played in the Friday heat of X-Wing. So that Thursday heat happened. Uh, and then, you know, Friday bright and early, I got up for, for X-Wing got there. I had to got and had to registration ended at eight 30. I had to be there by, um, I got in, got myself registered and settled, and got rolled, man, all day. I, I will tell you, though, I had one win round three when I got a bye.
1: <laughs> hey, at least they didn't score.
0: That's right. They didn't. It was 18 nothing. It was crazy. <laughs> um, and then technically, I, I don't know if I won or lost, but my opponent didn't show. He no-showed for round five. so.
1: That's two Whatever. wins.
0: That's two wins. Count them. Two and three, baby, uh, without firing a shot.
1: Um, I can't remember but, uh, where I was, Pete, but I, I, it was some tournament where the same exact thing happened to me. <laughs> I got the bye, and then I only the only other win I got was uh, someone no-showed.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I will say I kept a positive attitude, and I still found a lot of fun to be had, and we'll talk more on that in a little bit. Um, because on Saturday, I uh, I spent the day, uh, I did some shopping. Man, you, if you've never been to Gen Con, pretty crazy chris you've been to pax right PAX. yeah so
1: how does it differ from pax Is a lot of us sure 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 yeah a lot yeah a lot of our
0: i I think we mostly have a north northeast united states uh regional Mm -hmm. audience right yeah they'll know that so pax unplugged the main convention hall if you can imagine it it's a it's cut down the down the middle kind of 50 50 or maybe 40 60 but half of it is uh, like booths and sales, right? It's like, right. you know, d- developers and stores and whatever who are selling their product. And half of it is for playing, right? So the, and part of that second half is cut out into like free play and tournament area and like the mini painting area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of like segmented out, right? But, yeah. you know, and they have a really big free play area with their free play library and stuff it packs. The way Gen Con is laid out is instead of one of those halls, this is just a start. So of one of those halls, there's two of them right Jeez. there's one entire hall that size dedicated just to sales wow right it's just the expo like the dealer hall right it's just where you can go and shop it's enormous i'm not kidding when i told you my i have you know i had the apple watch i i clocked 15 000 to 20 thousand steps every day right holy smokes uh and, he, and i wasn't even trying because you know i'm not like a big fitness freak here i wasn't like trying to get mm-hmm. all over the place but i got all over the place Um uh, and then, uh, and then there's another hall. And that uh, that second hall is dedicated to playing space, right? So there's lots and lots of areas there. That's not even free play. Those are just tables set up with people who are demoing games or tournament space, right? It's mm-hmm. so, like X-Wing was over there. X-Wing was kind of in a corner of one of those halls where it was X-Wing, Legion, Armada, and Marvel Crisis Protocol. So it's all AMG, Atomic Mass Games like stuff was over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was really cool to see the Legion uh terrain all set up and see those guys playing Legion. That's uh, so.
1: Every time I go to like packs, so or it's like so that, cool it looks to watch. So right? Cool. Yeah.
0: I I was I originally I was going to bring my army and play Legion as well, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because it would have been too much going on in the day. Um,
1: it's also a lot to move around. Yeah, it It, it would have been hard to transport that, that stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I was already packed pretty tight.
1: The paint jobs um, are so amazing, though. Like when you yeah. walk by that area, and you're just walking by, like all these different paint jobs and scenarios and stuff. And that's just from Pax. So I can't even imagine at Gen Con, but wow. Yeah,
0: well, cool. I, I think I think Pax has um, Pax is a good display of quality Legion terrain and stuff too. Like so, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of on par there. Um, but the other game that's pretty cool to watch is Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm not sure if you've ever seen um, terrain set up for that, but the way the way people paint it the, is they make it look like it's a comic book. Right. Oh, OK. So like really bright colors and they have they have lots of terrain there, like little cars and buildings and stuff mm-hmm. because like people can like throw the cars and trash cans and stuff in that game as part of the like, mechanic. Wow. Right. So it's like really interactable. Anyway, really? just it was just cool to be in that air, that little zone where you just see all these games going on. Also, shout out, Star Wars Armada was there on Saturday. Really? Okay. People playing Star Wars Armada. Uh, saw a guy wearing a shirt that said Armada's not dead. Um, <laughs> That's great which I got bad news for him because <laughs> he's <laughs> he was, keeping
1: it alive. He was keeping it alive. He was keeping
0: it alive. Um, But yeah, no, it was just, it was such a great, it was such a great setup. And uh, so to, let me talk a little bit about my tournament experience. Right.
1: You, um, you killed it, but just not in the way we were hoping.
0: I got, I got killed.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: I had, I had three really fun, solid opponents that I played against during the day, I will say. My very first opponent, I regrettably don't remember his name, but it's okay. Um, guy. He was playing CIS. Right. right. And and so my list was I had Hound, the lat pilot, the I-2 lat. Mm-hmm. I had Anakin Skywalker CLT. I had Obi-Wan Kenobi CLT, and I had Mace Windu CLT, right? Right with different loadouts a little bit, but for the most part, like just know there were CLT and on the lat, I had seventh fleet gunner. So I could theoretically do the five hit uh shot from one of the, the CLT ships.
1: Yeah. that Bullseye is uh, nasty. If that happens. Yeah. My very first opponent
0: though, he was flying CIS and he had uh he had Django in the fire spray. He had uh cad Bane in the cad Bane mobile cad Bane CIS cad Bane um he had grievous and then he had just another guy just like a little trade just federation. another
1: just guy ladies and gentlemen look that up look up the pilot just another guy
0: everybody's favorite pilot that guy uh just like a just a trade federation drone type guy Probably maybe it was like a, dfs yeah it might have been doofus yeah um he first of all i will say he flew it tremendously well right he, right. he really he read the situation our, our situation was we were playing for a salvage mission Mm -hmm. um so already i looked at that and i was like i felt kind of down on the the, uh, down uh, down on that one because the jedi really don't like having like picking up crates
1: because you cannot boost you cannot barrel barrel. Barrel. it's like really
0: frustrating for the jedi right yeah but you know it is what it is but he looked at my setup and I kind of had Mace out on the side to grab an early crate and just kind of I was hoping he would just round back and hold on to it.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: he he saw that as an opportunity to really pounce with Django. So like Django started in the opposite corner from Mace, but that thing moves and can boost, and he really just pounced on him, right?
1: Django so he, unchained.
0: He, he got he got rid of mace and Anakin and Obi-Wan were kind of rounding the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know what? No, he got rid of Obi Wan first, right? But still, he like he saw Obi-Wan as a good threat, killed Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, Anakin had kind of taken the long way around. So Anakin did flank, which was effective, but he was far too late to make anything happen, right? Yeah. And my opponent really smartly didn't pick up any crates with Django because the power of that I6 boost is just so on the medium base, too, it's like so strong. He wow. needed to be able to do it. So he just he didn't pick up a crate with Django. He picked one up with with uh, Doofus, and later he picked one up, I believe, with Grievous or with Cad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, he had he had his crates where it was like trickling in points, but he really got a lot of points from kills. Um, yeah, so he knocked me out quick. Like you have out- to
1: approach it one of two ways, right? When you when you have certain lists, it's like, okay, what's my win condition? Is it going to be the scenarios, or is it going to be just destroying those ships? And he that's what he did. It sounds like well,
0: uh, he he really had a healthy mix of both, I would say.
1: He Mm. definitely, he definitely exemplifies
0: what you, what you kind of, what you want to have, which is a healthy mix of both. Um, And then my second opponent, of course, you go halfway across the country to play a guy you know locally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I played uh, Jason from RSG. Shout out to Jason. Shout out to Jason. He was flying, uh, Ray, Poe, Zori. Um. And and he flew it pretty well. I will say that I had a pretty solid comeback moment in that game. Ooh. I turned, I I I set up a decent kill box on Ray. Did you kill her? I did. I got her. Oh. I took her out. I took when I took Ray out, it tied up the score. So mm. then, what I really needed to do, Po we had Poe on two, maybe three hull left. What's the area? So I, um, if you remember, want to say uh, the area control one.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Salt, uh, yeah. Assault
0: the satellite array. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, salt the satellite array. I want to say. Um, so you know, I, we went back and forth with it, and but basically, I he had really gotten he had gotten the lat down to only one or two hull as well. So it was like, okay, I kind of knew Poe was going to kill the lat if he had a shot on him, right? Mm-hmm. Which there was no reason to think he wouldn't have a shot on him. Um, and I kind of knew uh where Poe was gonna go. So I was like, well the lat can't get out of his way. So what I'll do is I'll I'll make it so Anakin can hopefully take Poe out at the same time because you know if Anakin was able to take Poe out and he took the lat out, that was basically a wash except I'd be up by two points that way. Right. right. I was like this is like an opportunity, but the stars did not align. That's, uh
1: sucks. Well he, it's good he,
0: did, he did take it yeah well bravo good yeah no he flew it well. Um he took out the lat, right? Um, which, like I said, was like I was like kind of expecting. I was like, if he gets a shot, but then my hope was like the lat would stay there, obviously, to the end of Initiative Six, so I could still use the lat reroll on my mm. attack on Poe, which I did, you know, push through another damage or something on Poe. But it's like. Eh, they needed to, it needed to be... I really needed that bullseye, and I needed to do the seventh week. I needed to do the whole trick of the list to like really push through enough on Poe.
1: X-wing um, gods were not favoring you at then man match.
0: Eh, no, not that day. Um, but that, at the end of that round was when I realized, because I had been looking around the first two rounds, and noticed there were no other Republic players. I was the only one. Okay. Uh, except at the end of round two, I noticed... Uh, one other republic player in your heat
1: at least yeah that's in my good.
0: heat yes because the way the way prizes were working faction prizes were working was uh the number one each day in each heat in each faction got the special damage deck okay uh, the top two got that punch board so for republic it was the rick ali punch board where it's like the dial back that's that has the n1 on it and says yeah yeah and like the n1 target locks and stuff really cool stuff um And then the top five got an alt art card. Okay. My, uh, so I realized it was another one. Right. And he came over to talk to me. Super, super nice guy. William Scott shout out. I believe his friends were calling him scoot. I'm not sure if that's something I can call him, but, uh, but he came over and he was like, Oh man, you're the only other Republic guy. I'm like, yeah, I know. And we, you know, we laughed because we were like default, Top two, you know, but <laughs> we won the nothing. faction
1: prizes. We won the faction prizes
0: by doing nothing but showing up with Republic. <laughs> and uh, but actually we were at that point, we were both oh and two. And then the next round pairings came up and I had the buy. So then suddenly I was one and two mm-hmm. and he was oh and two. So I razzed him a little bit. I said, listen, man, you got to step up your game. Right, I was like, I'm, I'm winning right now. And he was like, Oh no! So he put his sunglasses on. Oh, and he uh, and then he turned on the heat, and he won his game.
1: Nice, he pulled
0: it out, and uh, <laughs> so then we were laughing, and we said, Can you imagine round four? What if we get paired? Wouldn't that be funny? And then, sure enough, we're both one and two. Right, we get paired up, and we were we were making such a scene. We had someone at a nearby table tell us. uh, oh man, I think we got to step up our energy, right? <laughs> I, we were just like, we were laughing about because we both had lats. Yeah. He had a, he had a procket lat, right? <laughs> Which of all things. A procket lat? A lat. So he had odd, he had oddball in the Y mm. wing uh with protorps. He had a procket lat. He had contrail with swarm tactics to bring that lat up to I-5 and shoot those prockets.
1: Ugh. Um so we're getting set up did he get the pro I gotta know did he get the procket off of you not on me oh uh, because that he would yeah he awesome. got it off
0: on his other opponents but not that's on me nasty. that's hilarious I I denied I denied the procket and he, he called <laughs> that out um, no and it was soup funny. For you. so uh so D was judging this event along with another judge whose name I did not get but also a very super nice guy right mm-hmm. um so D comes over he goes you guys are the only two Republic players uh, so he brought us our prizes, basically. Yeah, <laughs> he like yeah. he brought the cardboard and the cards like this is for each of you. And then he puts the damage down. And he goes executive decision. He goes winner of this game gets the damage deck, right? Because it's <laughs> like we're, we're both one and two. The winner is the obviously the top Republic player at that point, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we were laughing. We're like, this is a great plan, right? We're so excited. We did played. he put
1: the sunglasses on in your
0: man? Yeah, he, oh, he he sure did. He did sure did. Do you
1: have your sunglasses, Sneaky Pete? I did
0: not. Uh, I did. That was where I went wrong. I didn't have my sunglasses, didn't have nothing. I had nothing backing me up. Um, his friends came by, they were super nice too. Like they weren't super familiar with the game, but they were familiar enough with like Star Wars ships. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh so they were hanging out, they were nice. Um, but basically, we just had a really good, fun game. He won though.
1: He nah, beat me. wow. He
0: was he was the true top of public player. But you know what he does afterwards? Hmm. He slides over that damage deck to me and he says it's your first gen con. He said, We had a great time, we had a great game. He said, You take it. And I was like, if you're sure, yes, but like you, you know, you earned it, right? Like you that's take Really it. cool, man. And it was super nice of him. So I have I, by by the through the kindness of my opponent, uh, I have a really nice damage deck to remember this tournament by. Like, and I had a really fun time.
1: Well, that's it. that's what's so cool about, and I've never been to the Gen Con. I've the largest I've been to is are Nova and packs and i mean and regionals but like that's what's so cool like you know you you didn't have like the turnout you were hoping for but you had like it sounds like a great time great experiences and that's what i miss man from these from going to these big whammies it's it's such yeah. a good vibe and energy
0: super good vibes especially on friday like super good vibes and you know being i will say once you've kind of conceded that you're in the lower half of
1: mm-hmm. that like Less pressure
0: of the pairs less pressure and less, less tense, right? Like the games, like there was no tension. I was able to kind of sit back and like have a fun, silly time, Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, like, you know, my situation, I I don't get out for casuals as often as I would like to. Yeah. So like this, this was a way to like play some X-Wing and just really have that laugh and good time. Like, like you do when you first get into the game, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's not about winning. It's about meeting people. And I met so many people like really like shout outs to tons of nice folks out there um who were great to me to like you know include me in their conversations and like you know treat me like one of the one of the gang even though i'm i'm pretty new to these big tournaments right like um a friend of sam's he introduced me to mark mark myers went really well he got he got really far he got i believe he got to like top 16 or top eight um with his resistance list really sweet guy nice guy he gave gave me a good sticker from the top of my templates box nice top
1: 16 Uh, oh no top eight yeah. yeah
0: top eight yeah um you know and then I, I met i met tons of other really nice people i, I can't even think of all of them to list um I ran into nick sperry who we know from the 312 league we played during covid i got to meet oh, him in cool. person yeah, yeah, which was yeah. really nice and he was you know he had to, he was giving out some alt art cards including a very funny one that you'll like it's um it's it's for moff gideon okay but instead of saying moff gideon it says gustavo fring and it has Gus Fring from breaking bad on it <laughs>
1: nice. same,
0: same actor so it's like great. a very it's a very funny alt art card that i have
1: um i remember the crates used the crates used to do some really cool alt art where it wasn't like super like oh wow look at look at this drawing or look at this photo shoot it was like something so simple but so funny like what they wrote on it it was like their own version like if it's like kylo's ability like to give a crit it would say something like take the damn crit you know, something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. funny, so it's cool when That's you see funny. that, man.
0: Yeah, it was nice, yeah. So, um, just like I said, met, met a ton of nice people, had a really fun time. I kind of popped back in throughout the rest of the weekend just to check in how people were doing, and like, watch some games. Shout out to Mike D from New York. Well, I think he lives in New Jersey, but still, Mike D. Northeast. Uh, a local know. guy. He made cut. Yeah. I watched. I watched a lot, I watched his game um, most of his game against uh, Marcel Manzano, who mm. was, first of all, was flying A crazy list. Marcel was flying Three party buses, which was bananas. But, uh, but I saw Mike D flying his CIS and, and he did it, man. He did the thing. And I saw some of his moves were like the right move. He had, mm-hmm. he also had Cad Bane and Django and he was just slipping that medium base right in there. Right. Where you think it's not going to fit and it just fits. Right. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, and at one point he had Django, like, uh, chasing Bosk, which is not where Bosk wants to be, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like Bosk wants to, he does not want to have his back turned to someone like Django Fett. Um, but, yeah, Mike D won that game. He went four and one, and he, he made it into the cut, which is, like, that's that's awesome for him. I'm really, yeah, that's I'm really, tough, really, man. I was, like, uh, I couldn't stay to watch the whole game. I had to leave, but I was, like, rapidly refreshing tabletop.to, T.O., like, looking mm-hmm. for the result. Like, did he make it? Did he make it? And then he made it um so i was really i was hyped for him i was really happy uh i told him i was rooting for him before i left <laughs>
1: yeah we, at least we had some some representation of
0: representation so bravo mike d good job man um but yeah and then i also i went and i watched uh i watched the top four and the and some of the oh favorites. nice I watched yeah, so I was watching that in person. That was like sitting right behind
1: uh So which one was it? The the Duncan Nathan or the Joe? I David?
0: I watched the end of the Duncan Nathan game. Oh, that was I was watching them on stream like, behind Duncan. Yeah. Uh, but, and that was like there was a move near the end of that game where it was like no one thought it would fit and it just fit and it was crazy. Oh. It was like a good barrel roll too at one point. It was
1: Banana. I love that. We should talk about that. Uh, that was against Nathan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a. Uh, oh, that wasn't the Chewy one. That was a, a Duncan versus Nathan. Yeah. Uh, was that where I think he got. He needed a double. I remember on stream, because they did a good job as always, the GSP on stream, I think it was Dion, and he was saying, well, I think the only way he could get it is if he gets a crit and a, a direct hit on faroff and all of a sudden like i think it happened i think there was that match
0: um i yeah i don't know if he needed he definitely killed Farof right mm-hmm. and i don't know if he got a, a hit and a, uh, if he needed a crit direct hit but he needed he needed to push through like three or four damage and he did he like rolled exactly what he needed to wow that's pushed so tight. it through and killed and killed the reaper
1: and that was um, the last round right
0: uh, last or second to last something like yeah. that because then also there was like a bit where Vader had to like couldn't quite fit like he wouldn't have been able to like fit a boost he might have wanted to fit or something like that mm-hmm. right so it was just like some like uh, good positioning all around right So, but that was like a super tight close game it was like really interesting to it was interesting to sit there and just watch and I will say so like at this point now I've been playing long enough that I could watch a game without a stream and kind of grok what's going on yeah whereas early on because i started right before covid right early on i really wouldn't have been able to watch and kind of fully understand the ins and outs of like what people were doing but now Mm -hmm. i really felt comfortable doing that which was like that was a good experience for me something i haven't had because i've not had a lot of opportunities for big in-person events you know
1: that must have been Uh, really cool and and just to watch freaking you know he's been around a while man like in action duncan howard like oh yeah yeah lots of people been my gosh!
0: Yeah, um, it I mean, was, listen. On paper, it,
1: was, it doesn't look scary, but the way he flew it,
0: he flew it really well. Um, let's see. Do we have his? Um, uh, oh, you know what? Crispy was there. I met. I met friend of the podcast, Chris Patrick. Can't believe I didn't shout him out.
1: He was there. We
0: chit chatted. We um. He made cut. He didn't I don't know where he, how far he got in the cut, but he made nah,
1: I think the other guy I uh, was watching it. I was rooting for him. He took a, like a, a a nice lead I think with the
0: Yeah, uh, Crispy was telling
1: me. Effect. He yeah. took
0: the he got the um he got all the uh things. He got all the packages, the mm-hmm. salvage crates, and then Crispy just could not get a crit to save his life. Ah. Which which that's that's the killer. It's like you expect you, you don't expect to get it every time, right? Like, you definitely don't expect it to get it every single time, but you do expect to be able to knock a crate off sometimes. Mm, sometimes, right? yeah. Mm. Um. So that that was definitely frustrating for him, but still, bravo, he brought his list, he made cut, and he's won plenty of big tournaments, right? So it's like not a huge deal, right? But still. Yeah, like,
1: but it would have been nice to see I him. Was before, I was rooting for what? him early on. I was
0: like, I would like mm-hmm. to see you go all the way, you know?
1: Plus, it's first um, order, man, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, know, I don't it? know.
1: Yeah, I hate first
0: off. <laughs> Fuck the first star. Worst one more like. Um, I want to talk about some lists, and I, I want to start with Duncan's list. I want to start with the winning yeah. list on 2022. Duncan Howard. He was flying Republic. Shout out to the Republic. Your favorite. He was flying Del- uh, Delta 7B Anakin, which I will, credit where credit is due, S- Sam Page was telling me beforehand, he goes, you gotta fly 7B Anakin. He's like, that's the one. He's really? like, he's, he's, he was trying to get me on lists with 7b Anakin he's like take 7b Anakin work whatever you want around him but like you should have 7b Anakin mm. now I didn't have this Anakin build which I think is actually really smart and interesting and something I mean, right? not not trying to be like an also ran here but I, I'd really like to try flying this build of Anakin Why not? well he's got so he's got chopper Republic chopper who as a reminder uh, after you fully execute a maneuver you can do a red evade action. He's got compassion. Uh, He's got spare parts canister and crack shot. Right. Now the really fun combo with chopper is that it combos with Anakin's ability with both, which both have the timing window of after you fully execute a maneuver. Right. Mm -hmm. So Anakin, jam guy.
1: Is that the jam? Was
0: the yeah? But before he becomes the jam guy, he's a red evade guy.
1: Mm.
0: So Anakin's ability is if after you fully execute a maneuver, you can spend a force to remove a stress. So what you can do is you can roll in at I six and do your, you know, whatever maneuver, Mm -hmm. see that you're a range one of somebody and decide to chop or evade. And then remove the stress with Anakin's ability with one force and then take a regular action. Mean, mean, super mean. And let's not Mm -hmm. forget that once he flips, i6 jam is no joke either you get full board knowledge when you're moving at i6 and get to jam somebody.
1: yeah and he hits like a truck
0: and it's like a truck he's gonna reroll four dice at range one um then he had obi-wan kenobi clt obi-wan with r2d2 and elusive right that's a different obi-wan than i do i've been doing shield upgrade predator Mm -hmm. but this is still valid because that r2d2 is basically giving you that extra shield anyway and it gives you the flexibility to do things that R2-D2 does in Republic, like remove devices.
1: Right. Which is underrated, but it could come in handy.
0: And given the number of times my Obi-Wan Kenobi was nuked off the board thanks to blank greens, I would say elusive is a worthy investment. Yeah. Um, Then he had Contrail, now, Contrail has the Crit Bot, which I love on Contrail. Right, that's R seven A seven. Turn a hit to a crit three uh, times throughout a game, non recurring. Uh, he's got the Besh Config, which again that allows you to do blank to hit if you spend a or anything to hit if you spend a target lock. Um, proton bombs, we're well familiar. So this with is modes. like
1: Crit. They should call him Crit Trail.
0: Oh, oh, uh, synchronized console <clears throat> and crack shot. Right, we've seen a lot of a lot of crack shot. Crack shot's still worth it at three points. Um, the I will say that the uh, the contrail ability too is also important, right? You you think now we're seeing a lot of like tie swarms, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Contrail suddenly becomes way more powerful if you can predict where a, a block of ships how they're going to move, right? right? If they all move straight and contrail moves straight, every single one of those two die shots gets an eyeball reduced to a blank right yeah and then it really makes their focus useless because again these these little ships are not t- like the tie fighters are not taking target locks as they generally don't have targeting computers so they're usually taking focuses right but if they went straight and contra went straight that's a bunch of wasted shots on contrail right mm. contra who by the way even if they get him he's three points
1: yeah <laughs> this is a pain um, in the butt he's being annoying he could hit he could hit pretty decent actually if you, if you ignore him,
0: especially with the crit bot yeah right you know, if he gets in there range two or one, right? You you what two two or three hits plus a you know or one sorry one or two hits plus a crit, right? Like that's not nothing to sneeze at, right? Um, so and if then they lastly, commit, if they
1: commit to him. Then it's it's like okay, if if I finally take him out, it's three points. Meanwhile, I'm probably getting pulverized by Annie and Obi.
0: Yeah, rounding out though, rounding out the list is Hound. The lat, the I two lat, same one I was flying there,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: with an interesting loadout here. He's got Corky Crees, craze I, I had, I had to
1: look that up to see what the heck does he do.
0: Yeah. So uh, after a friendly ship in your full front arc at range one to two becomes the defender, you can transfer a green token to it. Uh now let's combo this. Ready? Seven, yeah, with with C three PO who every time you calculate, you get two Calculate tokens. So suddenly, Hound has some free mods to pass, not to just one person, but to two people. Yep. As needed. It's pretty slick. Uh, and, and then he's not firing until I2, so if he hung on to them that long, he can trust. No one else is going to shoot after him, and and he can just spend those counts on offense. Um, and I also got some... that was
1: the first time I saw that crew, Corky. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, so Sam Huge. was messing yeah. with... Uh, With Corky a little bit, because Corky also combos nicely with Satine crew, uh, because Satine is two recurring charges. And at the start of the engagement, you can spend two charges and then every friendly ship gets to decide if they're going to get a deplete uh, token and a focus token or a disarm and an evade token. Because then with Corky, uh, Hound could, you know, get the disarm token and an evade and then pass that evade to somebody else. And that evade combos really nicely with Seventh Fleet Gunner. Yep, Seventh Fleet Gunner allows you to when you recharge it, you take a disarm. So if you take two disarms in one turn, it doesn't matter; you lose them all at the end uh, end phase anyway. Right? Yeah,
1: it's it's so nasty that Seventh Fleet really Gunner. Nice. I, I had to um, go against it a couple times, and uh, and then hear about people going against it. And when one of those guys gets their their like the like if Obi gets that CLT bullseye three dice gets the extra dice before and then you're adding that focus because of the, the C L T. That's yeah yeah it's it's nasty a, you're stuff. erasing ships.
0: This is a really yeah it's a really interesting list uh combination. Um I dig it. I think it's really cool and I, and obviously in the right hands it can be successful, right? Because now we talked about before Duncan Howard has been playing a very long time. Right. And has had lots lots of like tournament accolades and wins, right? Mm. Um so I mean shout the out to him.
1: Usually he's imps, but I mean, yeah. overall Imperials, but but I mean, he's knows how to fly these AC ships. And I was watching uh, one of the I watched both the streams, the, the, the final four. And just I remember seeing like him do things with with Hound that I normally don't see, like getting him almost away from the action. And I was surprised. And all of a sudden he just he was quick to bring him back in. Like, I guess he was like looking at the, the, the routes that he could go. And he was, and all of a sudden, the hound was right back in the action. Eventually, but I was—it's—he's—he's—he uh, he's, he had a strategy, and he he took it down. I want to say
0: uh, so. Duncan played against Imperials in the finals because our top, our number two, is Andrew Knuckles, Big Acrylic himself, Mister Curled Paw, was here, uh, out here playing and winning. Mm-hmm. Bravo to him. He had a tie defender. Uh, he had Darth Vader defender with uh, heavy laser cannon, Malice, and Juke, which I feel like is a pretty common build for Vader. Vader, yeah. Vader um, Then he had Iden, TIE Fighter, with uh, heavy laser cannon, Deadeye Shot, and Crack Shot, which I haven't seen that combo before, but that's still it's some pretty good stuff. That Deadeye Shot, I wonder if, does Deadeye Shot trigger, this is the question, does Deadeye Shot trigger on and only on a primary attack? Yes, it does. So you can't use that with the HLC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um then he had two ISB jingoists, one of them had Dead Man Switch and one of them with contraband cybernetics.
1: Dead man walking.
0: Then he had Valen Rudor, who is the TIE Fighter that can take an action after he defends.
1: He's like, please shoot me. Please
0: shoot me. And then everybody's favorite pilot from the movies,
1: Wampa, wampa with elusive. Wampa, Wampa, Wampa. So,
0: like, I, I like this list one, because I think TIE fighters are cool, but two, uh, because it's like it makes some really, really hard decisions. Because are you going to shoot Wampa so he doesn't get the extra die? And if so, then you're not shooting the more powerful TIE fighters like the ISP Jingoist that's going to hand out strains and depletes or. Valen Rudor who's maybe going to end up with um, tanking up if you shoot him Aiden Versio who can just cancel all the damage so even if you're like okay I'm going to shoot Wampa and you get your threes hits on Wampa and then Wampa blanks out Aiden's just going to go I cancel all the damage Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you just like have to do it again which is hard to do so, like, that's a really cool list, and obviously it does well as well. But I think that's more of a proven archetype than Duncan's archetype. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, Duncan, that, that hasn't been used as well. Although lists similar to that have been making some noise at, at um a little at RSG. Like in the northeast of the RSG, yesterday, I think Brian Collis did that, very good with it. And also it won, Brett won at ECG. Um, So Republic yeah. is funny. There's not a lot of flyers, but they're doing... Well, I will
0: say, uh, Brett had a little bit of a different list. Brett had a list more similar to me. Yeah. He had, uh, a- Anakin, Obi-Wan, Hound, and he likes Barris with Chopper. hmm Big Barris fan. Yeah. Um, the and then also, will- we had another, uh, we had another Imperial in the top four was Nathan Eide, who you mentioned before watching the game, right?
1: Yeah. He didn't know. Um, I felt bad. He didn't know Um, he was flying. Uh, He didn't know about that range zero. Did you hear about that?
0: Yes. That was the, the, the <laughs> big controversy. That's not a controversy. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Overblown. <laughs> like overblown. He, overblown. Yeah. Well, because so here's the thing, right? Um, it, Up until what? Two months ago, it was totally legal to use your force on range zero. Yeah. attacks, Right. Mm-hmm. And that rules change was not the biggest change in the rules like it came with a points update anyway i'm just saying like it's you know if he walked into a game and was like oh i can do that right it's not crazy to have tried it what's a little crazy is that no one ha- how many, how many opponents maybe it he didn't happen night. often right maybe it didn't happen often mm-hmm. but like how many opponents did he have getting to the top four and not a single person was like oh actually they changed that like had he been playing against me someone who like you know, was uh, not lamenting, but more celebrating the loss of range zero mods for Mm -hmm. for force users because it was like, Oh, that's a great change. Right. So I'm like, I'm well aware that that happened. If he had done that against me, I would have said, Oh no, you know, they updated it. You can't do that anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it would have been done. It would have been done in round one or two. You know what I mean? Um, So like people are like, Oh, well that's, you know, cheating. It's like, well, no, both players are responsible for knowing this stuff. Right. (laughs) Like, so it's not like it's it, and, it, yeah. and it was not it was definitely not done with any sort of malice. No, not. Otherwise at all. he wouldn't have copped to doing it all tournament right. right. Like, oh, cuz his response was, "Oh man, I didn't know that. I didn't realize it got changed. I've just been doing it the whole time and nobody said anything." But um yeah, but he he had uh he had mean some list. force in his list, yeah. Yeah. Cuz he he had uh Darth Vader, Vader X1, which that's the Vader Vader. I like that Darth Vader better. It's more That's
1: the, the classic Vader with with the and the Thai Advance X one, predictive shot. He had debris gambit on there. That's pretty interesting. Uh, I always thought of putting that on there, and because you feel like with, in between having three force and an, and if it, the potential to do an evade might keep him mm-hmm. longer. Um, yeah, with the debris gambit. Yeah, yeah, with debris gambit. Pattern yeah, analyzer. Like he can,
0: yeah, he can do it when he when he turns around too.
1: Mm-hmm, Yeah. Passive sensors, mag pulse warheads. Uh, it's that's a freaking nasty combination. Pattern analyzer, because then he could keep doing that. Correct, unless I'm mistaken. Like he, he could link his. He doesn't have to just do one action.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. If you pattern analyzer, you can then spend of, force to do the Vader ability. Yeah, because It all ability. it all happens in the window before the check difficulty step. So mm. you're not stressed until the end. Um,
1: mag pulse. It, with, what's very sensors.
0: interesting about this Vader is that for so long it has been the common wisdom and like the hard rule that Darth Vader in the X-1 needs afterburners, right? And yeah, this Vader, this cool. top four Vader doesn't have afterburners, good right? Cool. Maybe you don't need them. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Faroff in the Reaper with Seventh Sister. That's some more force. Um, then, and then Iden with Ion Cannon Elusive, Wampa with Elusive, and the two ISB Jingoists. Boy, this Wampa and two ISB Jingoists, that's a theme.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, I mean it's, it's probably the meanest, like, most efficient six points you, you can get, like, for three oh, ships.
0: For, 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 <laughs> yeah, to get three ships out of it, absolutely, for sure. And to be very, I mean, the, and to be frank, those are good ships. It's not like it's three junk ships. It's These are three good ships.
1: If they were three points, I don't think anyone would say, oh, this is horrible, you know, but. um,
0: um If they were all three points, I don't know. I think Wampa should stay too. Maybe no, I, 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 I think
1: Wampa should stay too. I think you can keep the ISBs too if they have zero loadout. Maybe I still think they should be. Three oh, you for, think get rid of
0: get rid of the illicit? Maybe.
1: Yeah. Get, get yeah.
0: Rid- yeah a, I could be down. I could be down for some sort of tweaking, but I don't think it needs a, like the big banhammer kind
1: of tweaking. No, 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 no none nothing. of that.
0: Because I don't. Because uh, none I don't of that. Dur-
1: a- none of that. Uh, who is it? Pyre. None of the, my Pyre uh, nerfing from, yeah, from Pyre. Pyre war. got.
0: I got yeeted. <laughs> um,
1: that was, I, mean. you know,
0: something that was impressive to me was uh, resistance had a great showing.
1: Yeah, they've been popping they up, tons, man.
0: tons of resistance, tons of Y wings. Sam was there flying resistance. Um, I think Sam ended up three and two, which bravo to Sam, better day mm-hmm. than me. But just shy of that cut though. Um,
1: but that guy Joe Canopa, he he had a resistance when he was flying. Yeah, Chewbacca, cool. right? Yeah, Chewie. Uh, oh
0: my god! Look funny. at look at all these look at all these friggin' upgrades. So you had Chewbacca with uh, notorious marksmanship, Ray, mm-hmm. false transponder codes, Ray's Millennium Falcon. You had Kaz with heroic uh, bucket astromech, false transponder codes, advanced slam targeting computer. Kaz's fireball
1: <gasps> can't use that guy. And then a uh, one. Wilson to three Y wings. Yeah.
0: Three Y-Wings, and the Y-Wings, what's interesting is I keep calling them peacetime Y-Wings. The peacetime Y-Wings get, uh, they get enough loadout. Most of them get enough loadout to to be able to take wartime loadout, right, which is 10 points. But it, so if you don't take the wartime loadout, they get a ton of stuff. So like Wilson gets ion cannon turret, the, uh, the astromech that lets you rotate and calculate. Uh, bomblet generator engine upgrade targeted computer, and then again the intuitive interface ability, which is like the standard Y-wing ability, lets you do an action added by most. Let's say most upgrades. It's not every upgrade, but added by most upgrades. Uh, specifically, mod slot upgrades is definitely one of them, uh, and I believe talent upgrades is another one. So I- I- if you do an a, an action added to your action bar by an upgrade card, you get a free calculate right yeah. so with engine upgrade and target computer if they lock or boost they just get a calc which is like super valuable because it's like oh, okay now i get to um you know i get to to you know get my free just soft mod right just like a little modification oh you get
1: positioning you get positioning with engine uh-huh. upgrade you get a target lock with the well, um, with the,
0: uh, the l4 er5 bot
1: you get pass- to
0: no, that's the rotate into calc one.
1: Mm, nice. Okay.
0: Um, then I, Kai Thernali, go ahead.
1: I tried a similar list uh, online because I was like I was struggling uh, against the resistance against mm-hmm. Brando on uh and and Paul at RSG, and I was like, let me see what's behind this. And I gotta say, man, there once you add engine upgrade and targeting computer, and then that ion cannon turret, which is like the staple. Yeah, that the Y wings are kind of fun, man. Don't sleep on them.
0: I'm not yeah, sleeping but... on them. I think they're I think they're super cool. Um, and it's just nice that like ha- you just get so much stuff with them. It's like you're not making that that difficult choice of like, do I want a turret or do I want bombs? It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, you get a turret and you get bombs and then you get extra stuff, right? So like we have like I said, a Kai Thernali and a Kai is the one who uh, if they move through a ship, they can Kai... do a free evade action. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, he's got tef- um, so that's the thing I will say. They're not super tanky with that wartime.
1: No, I think they're still tanky. You know why? Because you, because I, when I look at them, I look at almost like when people would fly against the Thai bomber from Imperials. I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, they're kind of a pain in the butt for that little points. There's six hull, no shields. So these guys are, unless I'm mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they have four shields and then three hull? Something like that?
0: No, they they have uh reverse that. It's four hull, three shields.
1: Four hull and three shields. So that's so, still seven total. It's out- seven. Well, so my thing is like it's top of that.
0: it's the same health as a uh as a T seventy X Wing with half the evade dice, right? So like under focus fire with two shots you can kill a Y-wing, right? A lot of the time.
1: Yeah, but if you're if you're doing that on a three-point ship, then uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, Everyone else is going to be staring at that. They're, they're going to there's going to be a price to pay. I think if if they focus fire on one Y wing, I think so. Um,
0: and then Shasa Zaro also in the Y wing at three points. Uh, this is basically the same loadout: uh, Teflon belly rub, iron cannon turret, uh, engine upgrade, targeting computer, and then one of them has prox mines, one of them has concussion bombs. Right. Mm-hmm. So like just lots of bombs, lots of options. Um, and then in this list you've got Kaz who can zip around the board and with the slam too. So he's got advanced slam, so you can do an action after slamming. Um, and then and Chewbacca, beefy boy in that uh, in that YT thirteen hundred plus with Ray Gunner, he can uh, you know he can do blank to blank to hit right with um, with the force, and most generally has a force point right so it's just like tons of tons of options here which i think are really really
1: cool it seems like the winning recipe um or solid recipe for resistance is three y wings and then
0: something else yeah
1: have have a hammer in there
0: well uh, or or we also saw a lot of success with like ray poe someone else right there's a ray poe um you know, uh, uh sorry, Jason from RSG had Ray Poe Zori, someone else had Ray Po Kova.
1: A lot something um, even Ray Poe, you could put two Y-Wings, I think, in there.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, like Ray and Poe together are still really powerful. Because like, don't forget, I mean, Poe's I6. That's strong.
1: Andrew Schmidt had an interesting list. He flew resistance, he made top eight. He had Poe. Um, with with the Ferrisphere paint, which is interesting. Proton Torpedoes. Overdrive, the overdrive, overdrive. Love overdrive. Black one and jamming bean. And then he had listen to the, he had Finn in the transport pod with Predator, heroic and perceptual. I think Sam was messing with something similar today, and I was I was looking at it like, oh, that's ridiculous. Meanwhile, it's it's pretty me. Finn's a pain in the butt. And then again, three, uh, one, two, three. Yeah, three Y wings.
0: That's nice. I think that and I I like the resistance wide wings. So Sam has been saying previously um, he wasn't in love with them, right? Like he wasn't in love with that the direction that resistance was going. And maybe that changes when points get rebalanced, because I think resistance, I think resistance should be allowed at least one four point T-70, right? Mm. Um, They don't all have to be five. Um,
1: maybe like I, no loadout you know, or something like that. I mean, they're really good. Oh, they're really
0: good. good. They're really good. But, but like, if you take someone like Joff C Striker, you could make him four points with low loadout, and that
1: would be reasonable. Mm-hmm. Be. I used to poo poo on these Y Wings until they made, I guess it was the price points, the the, the loadout, well, they made it the, so comfortable. The loadout, yeah. They got yeah. so
0: much room for stay. They really need to be kitted out to be good. Uh, and the one thing I'll say is, I, like, man, I think that I think the Y Wings, I think the resistance Y Wings, Need to have the Delta Seven Seven B treatment. Do you know what I mean by that? Oh,
1: you mean like with the war? You want some with the with wartime, wartime? I think loadout. I think
0: wartime should be its own thing, right? That's because a lot so of
1: ships. Well, there's a lot yeah, of ships in the Republic, though. You, you
0: take you take Zori Bliss, right? For example, Zori is both a character from the movies that should have wartime loadout, and and a ship that's structured to benefit from wartime loadout, right? Mm-hmm. And if I put Proton Torpedoes and Wartime Loda, I only have two other points to spend. I can't even put Proton Torps, Wartime Loda, and Babu Frick on her, which is like, Babu Frick rides on her ship.
1: Why not lower Wartime Loda to maybe like eight points well, or so?
0: So you run into the problem. You start to run into the problem.
1: Ordinance crazy.
0: Well, yeah, right. So if, if Wartime is too cheap, right? It's like, so like, people aren't always going to take that, uh, that Babu upgrade. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Instead, they're going to take a, uh, a five point missile or something like that. They're going to take electro chaff missiles. Yeah. Right. And then she's going to be even meaner. Right. So it's like, I think wartime loaded is like a really hard to solve problem um ah, you know what? I, I don't know the solution
1: I'm no just no i that. i i I like to usually be against the grain and say Pete you don't know what you're talking about but I actually think you're onto something here um, because so, sometimes people wanna <laughs> sometimes people wanna like what you said like uh look what duncan did with Anakin 7b you know that's two different right. things if somebody wants yeah. to really pimp out a Y-Wing with wartime loaded then they should be able to do it it just it'll cost you but you should be able to th- do Yeah,
0: it. yeah, I think I think they should cost more points, right? Mm-hmm. Like like I don't like Lega saying here. You could conceivably put wartime loadout on her, right? And then that is a beefy ship. That's 5 shields, 4 hull. Yeah. Right? And she still has 9 points, so she can do advanced pro or plasma torps, right? Mm-hmm. Or a, a, any of the missiles, right? Rockets, homing missiles, whatever. She could do any of. them. She could even do can she do she can't do both homing missiles and homing torpedoes, unfortunately. But what I'm saying is you could, you, you put a ton of stuff on on Liga and she's really, really powerful still. She's still only four points.
1: Yeah. That right. Pretty damn good.
0: It's pretty good. Anyway, uh, I love the Y wings. I love peacetime loadout. Uh, I love I love that intuitive interface ability. I think it's 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 so interesting the way you can build things. I almost wish there were more options for um for uh, uh things that trigger that ability like i wonder does um let's see it's uh, and it has to be added to your action bar by a talent illicit or modification right mm-hmm. um so like talents that add it are let's see uh oh like expert handling so you could barrel roll yep and there you go. And then you get it, right? Barrel, um,
1: engine upgrade, targeting, computer. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. The barrel, uh, the boost, and the target lock, right? How
0: about this debris gambit? Oh, that's right. That yeah. adds that adds it. And uh, so calculate, it,
1: you, and a, I didn't even think about it. Calculate so, yeah.
0: and evade, yeah. Holy debris gambit, wow. six points. It's expensive, but it's there. Squad leader.
1: <laughs> Except <laughs> squad,
0: squad leader is a red coordinate, so uh, it wouldn't work.
1: No, it would because aren't you just gaining the calculate? You're not no, taking a calculate.
0: You know you perform a white calculator. Oh, sure.
1: white, white calculator. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But debris to, to gambit works.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh,
0: what, what elicits are out there? What do do, I, do? Any elicits add, uh, cloaking device? Maybe.
1: Uh, that's no. true. You do get that. It's an action. No,
0: it's not added to your action bar, though.
1: No. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That might be it. Uh,
0: that might be it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. None of these. None of these add uh, add to your action bar. Um, mm-hmm. And then mods, like you said, targeting computer engine upgrade, uh, angled deflectors. You could. Uh,
1: <laughs> you I, can. I, I played someone who tried that on me. They, they were actually were using that on the Y wings, and it was, it was a little. Re- yeah, they were reinforcing them. to get a stupid yeah. ass calculator, and I was like, this is kind of a pain in the like. I had a really. To, like selection as to who I was gonna attack because that takes even longer to, to go through these guys
0: I just like want to be on the record and saying that angle deflectors and cat uh with peacetime y wings is a bad combo that is, that is is clever but not good <laughs>
1: yeah I know I <laughs> it's agree. uh
0: it's cute but it's not doing anything
1: one thing I liked off off the y wing topic for a little bit yeah, is yeah uh, sure, sure, sure. W- William Hagwood's list he had basically Mm. he had two decimators
0: yeah double decimator plus a bunch of stuff
1: i know he had so
0: many shit it was so so funny to look over and be like oh cool double desi i'm like oh what are those tie fighters doing there (laughs) yeah it's
1: like what do you mean you could fit all these things he had captain oinkin morna key wampa and then two isbs i was like holy smokes and this is something and and morna yeah, Morna more- is
0: super easy to become double reinforced in one one spot. So mean. So like that's a really cool combo. So I guess Morna yeah. gets in there,
1: right? Which she has Vader there for the yeah, to take that zero bt one. Yep. Really, that's really improved. tough. And
0: then, and then, like we mentioned, like those Tie Fighters, you have to pay attention to them, otherwise they'll screw you up. Mm-hmm. And even if even if you don't want to pay super attention to them, they're killer. Wampa's an insane blocker. Yeah, and Oiken... If he partially executes, he still gets to do his action.
1: He, yeah. He, um, and for me, like, I played against earlier, what is it, the, one of those ISBs? And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, and I was like, cloaking device? What do you mean? And then that dude, you put cloaking device on one of these ISBs. Yep. Only, and if it was the, what do we have? The, uh, if it was, uh, basically, I'm saying, depending on the, the, um, the scenario like that could just this guy could just specialize in the in the scenario he could cloak he could take uh he could just hang around like the the, the territory one or he could just do keep doing flippy flappies like with scramble so and mm-hmm. and like good luck trying to kill him you know <laughs> He's so stupid
0: you started it i did <laughs> yeah good luck trying to kill him yeah actually
1: um
0: yeah so i'm just looking at this. it's dauntless dauntless title lets him perform the action but oikin can do range zero attacks as ah, range ones, which a, is like killer like killer battle. as a decimator killer and,
1: and basically like as soon as you see i think like as soon as uh, at least for me as soon as i see a decimator because Pang f- likes to fly decimates i feel like i'm on decimator school 101 when i when i play against him but i feel like unless you focus fire like, you can't try to, like, all of a sudden, let me try to take out the Decimator by round, in starting round three or four. No, don't don't even bother, unless it's maybe half points.
0: So would you say you have to decimate the Decimator? Oh! Oh, got him. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. what, what Man, one what of the stuff I want to talk about with uh, Gen Con. I played a cool board game based on Avatar The Last Airbender. Are you really? familiar with that television program? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was, a, it was a cooperative game I demoed with some friends. It's like... Um, it was called, like, Avatar Rising or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it basically it's kind of like push your luck. Like, you have to... You roll a big pool of dice and need to, like, assign dice to stuff. But every time you assign dice, you get to re-roll things. Oh, nice. Um, But it's kind of like risk-reward where it's like, okay, well, I have to get this, like, combo of dice on the board before I can, like, do something, like execute an ability or damage an enemy or something like that but it's like do i want to try like put some dice towards that so i can re-roll and hope i get what i need you know what i mean or do you want to take the simple route and like apply stuff where you know you can get it based on your initial it was, it was a cool push-pull nice that um and like five people can play it at a time pretty cool oh, wow yeah, yeah yeah and 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 uh the board the board was cute it had a big statue of like the bad guy because like it, it was important where he was facing
1: there's So many cool games you must have seen at these things. Did you see any? Um, did it? Was anybody like dressed up? Like, was there a lot of like cosplay going on or anything, or not really?
0: Yeah, you know, I gotta ask you about this because you're a cosplay guy, right? Like <laughs> yeah. You do. Okay. Um, I get cosplay when it comes to Comic Con, right? Right. Or something like Star Wars Celebration. Like you're there, uh, to see panels and hang out with people who are like into the lore of a thing you're into so you dress as a character from it so like if you go to Comic Con and someone's dressed as Spider-Man that makes sense to me you mm-hmm. go start Wars Celebration and someone's dressed as a Jedi or a Sith or whatever that makes total sense to me you go to a board game convention though and I'm seeing cosplay and it's like not the Monopoly guy it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what fucking character are you dressed as like is this a I'm like like it's like yeah I'm the I'm the toggle from trouble like I'm the dice rolling bubble thing yeah like I don't know like I don't get it I've, a seen, bit.
1: I've seen them dress up as Gloomhaven I've seen people dress up Oh like other yeah, okay. it, ju- it just yeah. to me
0: seems like an excuse to be like it, it seems to me where that a lot of cosplayers especially come into somewhere like Gen Con packs unplugged also baffles me where mm-hmm. they're like they're like their hobby is cosplaying right? Not strictly the thing they're attending, like, and they're like, right? convention is an excuse. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. It's just baffling to me. I will also say that, like, something like 90% of people cosplaying, I just see, I'm like, that is a sweaty nerd, not whatever character they're supposed to be. Because <laughs> it's like, if I went and cosplayed as something, I would look like me most of the time.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Some people just, you know, expand their horizons and, and others are just like, they're like, I don't care. I'm just going to do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you see really good cosplay and I'm into that, especially when someone has like like a homemade, whatever. Yeah. Like, I remember Keith Keith cool.
1: had, uh, didn't he do Keith, the,
0: Keith, see now here's the thing that was relevant. Yeah. Keith came dressed as Poe yeah. Dameron mm-hmm. at a tournament where he was flying resistance. Yep. He was dressed as like an X-Wing pilot.
1: And that's when uh, RSG had like 75 million people in the final cut.
0: Uh, But they didn't win. If you'll note, they didn't win the tournament. That was friend of the podcast, Marek. Shout out to him. Uh, Taking it down to the reigning PAX champ. I just bought my tickets for PAX. Chris, did you buy tickets for PAX yet? I bought them like, I think a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 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 whatever. Whenever they went on sale, I got to get a hotel still. But, uh, yeah, I got my tickets. I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm excited, too. I'm, I'm, I'm just... You, you sound excited. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say, because um, Crate Cup's coming up, and I'm hoping... I was thinking of maybe uh, trying to hit that up. And I know you yeah, can, though. Yeah, I
0: wish I can't. Yeah, I can't go to Nova. I can't go to Crate Cup. Um, Those are... But, but I will say, it, rather than being discouraged by my poor tournament performance i am like i got a fire lit under me i'm like yeah i'm like big tournaments are so fun they are so I like i really i'm just saying i'm i'm excited about x-wing once again i am just excited about x-wing
1: little, like little I, tournaments are fun too we just had one real quickly. i know
0: yes tell me yeah tell me we don't got too much time left because yeah we're be falling asleep but i want you to tell me how was rsg who won first I'll of all
1: keep it short and sweet well katof and peng went both four and oh Oh um, bravo! K- Katoff had the higher, whatever you want to call it, MOV or Sh- something.
0: strength of schedule, I believe, is yeah, the first strength time of record.
1: schedule. So uh, he technically would take first place. Hell a-
0: yeah, friend of the podcast, Katoff.
1: Katoff, and he uh, he had Ray with a bunch of shenanigans. Yep, I never say this right. Jarek Jaeger, Meister guy. Yeah, the-
0: Jarek, 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 Jarek Jaeger.
1: Jarek Jaeger, and then he had the three Y wings. Shocker. Wilsa, Shasa, and Kai, or Sai, whatever. Wilsa Teshlo? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, Kai, it's Kai. Kai Thronelli. Kai. So basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: And he was raising havoc with that. I know they had a couple of close matches. Uh, Peng, I played him, and I, I think that might have been his closest match. It was a pain Let me them. guess,
0: uh, Vader Defender?
1: Yep, Vader Defender. Yeah. Then he threw Morna, Morna the Decimator Weird. in there. Mm-hmm. And then um. A uh, vizier for the Palpatine.
0: Yeah, wow! Color be shocked, Bang. I, <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out to Pang. Get a new list, my guy. Yeah. Fine.
1: <laughs> and he had uh what is it? I think I think it was a one point game.
0: Oh, really? Wow, yeah. that's close.
1: it was pretty tight. Uh, oh. He was taking it. He was taking. You denied,
0: denied him the strength of schedule to win.
1: <laughs> he, he was taking it so serious. I had to come around and say, "I was like, dude, it's, it's all right. It's, it's just a game. It's all right, you know." It was funny. Uh Paul, he I played a, Paul. And yeah, you know, victory. now that I'm looking at it, I had a tough schedule. I played Paul came in third. Paul Bragg. Good job, Paul.
0: Yeah, I like Paul.
1: And he that he was he 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 waxed me this I mean, there was two rounds when I played against him that he had mm, good. Uh, yeah. And I told you uh, <laughs> it was scramble. And there was two rounds where he got all three objectives. Um. So don't sleep yeah, on objectives, everyone.
0: Don't sleep on objective points. I've been we've been saying it. That's the tagline of this podcast. Yeah. know, the Podcast. Don't sleep on objectives.
1: It was tough. And then, um, Brando all of a sudden like came out of left field and he almost waxed me too. I had a, you know, resistance is maybe my Achilles heel. We'll see. You had to you had to beat him back with a stick. Yeah, but it's such a. F- I mean, you know, and I know I talk about you guys a lot, but I love that damn story. Everyone's cool the store it's a good crew
0: and um the the store owner and operator there dan is is he's such a fan of the game and the community and he's a really nice guy so like really like that that's i I feel like that sometimes goes under the radar when it comes Mm -hmm. to like a nice environment like yes it's about the community you get to show up but it's also about like having the the store itself like denote you as as Mm -hmm. a worthy use of their space and time right yeah. like you know sometimes you go to stores and sometimes it's like the staff doesn't want you like x-wing players there like mm-hmm. they don't want someone taking up all that space which i get from like a business perspective maybe but like it just like as a player it feels not as nice it feels so much better when you're at a store where they're like excited that you're there to play X-Wing. yeah
1: so that was a lot of fun and then it doesn't hurt to have a really good yummy indian food place right next door literally so oh,
0: delicious yeah i love that place
1: awesome time there um quick yeah, shout out to uh, yeah, go, good.
0: You, I was gonna say that is Red Seal Gaming down in Matawan, New Jersey. Friends of the store.
1: Yes. Friends
0: of Friends of the Podcast, rather.
1: Go. Uh, oh, and we had a yummy breakfast. Me, James, and Zach uh had a yummy breakfast at shit, I can't remember the name of it. Something, something dark side. haha ha, I can't remember the name of it. I don't remember it. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, I'm sorry. Damn it. It was really good though. It was like 10 minutes away. The the portions were huge. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you you posted a picture. Yeah, of the sea.
1: It was so good. I don't know, but, but yeah, um, that's
0: that that's great. I want to come out sometime soon. Was, summer is still tough for me though because I still have I I, I have yet another yet another vacation upcoming.
1: <laughs> that's going, a new podcast the, will do. I'm going yeah, to the beach. Vacation. Oh, you know
0: what though? When I go to the beach, I'm bringing my X-wing stuff,
1: Chris. Comfy of Old Bridge. That's the name of it. Comfy. So you're bringing your X-wing stuff to the bridge to the to vacation? the beach.
0: I'm so I'm going to LBI. Mm-hmm. for uh, for a week at the end of August. Shoutouts to the beach, nice. <laughs> um, but it's like a like it's like a twenty minute drive from ECG. So I am gonna go. I am just gonna go there oh, and find, pick up some casual I'm games.
1: Jealous? That's awesome. Yeah, I am
0: just gonna go hang out. Right? I am gonna I am gonna message those guys uh, and gals on Discord and see who's available and go hang out.
1: My best friend, one of my best friends, Angela. We used to go. I used to go with her up there and hang out with her family, and that is not too far from there either. Maybe I could. Maybe I could beg her to crash her family get the gathering and play some X Wing as well.
0: I would love to. I would love that. But cool. uh, but yeah, man. Um, I'm uh, where would you end up placing in the tournament? How did you? Do? You went two and two. You said uh, right?
1: two and two. So I, I was probably in the middle of the pack somewhere. Where did man, I play? Bravo. Ninth, Good job. I man. Came in ninth. I flew my uh my I fives. The first order I-5s, oh, I fives. Like Kylo. Oh, I like that this. list
0: of yours. That's you know what it is. You know what it is, Chris. That I like about that list. It's a little different than the standard first order list. Yeah. And you fly it well. Like, it's not, it's not the, it's not like the crispy list. It's not like the grudge list. You know what I mean? That everybody's got going on. Yeah.
1: No, it is, it is a bit different. It's
0: it's a little different and it's just different enough that I think it's really cool. Yeah. And do you do, do do, uh, do you do whisper Kylo in there or do you do, uh,
1: silencer, Mm, silencer Kylo with brilliant evasion, sense of scrambles, and proton torpedoes? And then today I was messing around to see if I put extreme maneuvers on there and maybe APT or plasmas instead. And then as I was playing it, I was like, extreme maneuvers is fun. Yep. But man, proton torpedoes on him is just devastating. There's a reason why yeah. it's 12 points.
0: Yeah. Pro torps are good, actually. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think that's going to be our X-Wing tip of the week. Pro torps. Good. Pro torps are good. Next week. We'll um, have a question that we promise we promise we'll come up with a good star wars question for next week but for this week this is going to bring us to the end of the podcast uh i have been your host pete Lambro, and i want to say thank you to chris and his new baby cat Woo-hoo. Baby kylo for joining me um yeah thanks so much for listening thanks for being a part of the yet another x-wing podcast crew and uh and we'll see you next time bye bye
1: what movie the wizard of oz you are the man nothing gets past you let me turn myself my phone off yeah (laughs)
0: love to identify one of the most famous movies of all time
1: (laughs) (laughs) you never know man you know i mean i I, i'm I'm like a hundred years old so i run into so many people that are like what movie oh i heard that's good and i'm like oh these fucking kids today they don't know they don't know the wizard of oz No respect, man.